Welcome to Real State of Mind, a show for new and experienced agents who are looking for real life strategies to run a profitable business. My goal is to share actionable items that you can start implementing immediately. If you're ready to drop the excuses and show up as the agent you intend to be, you're in the right spot. I'm your host, Amanda Knight, Dallas-Fort Worth real estate professional. Let's get started. If you're looking for another avenue to grow your business, I would highly suggest that you consider expired listings. When I was a newer agent, I called expired listings for a few different reasons. One, they've already raised their hand that they have a home to sell. Their motivation is really high, and for one reason or another, the previous agent that they hired just couldn't get the job done. The chances of them relisting within the next 24 to 48 hours is super huge. So one piece of advice that I always suggest to agents is come prepare to the office, dress for the appointment. Because chances are, if you're calling them in the morning, you're gonna set the appointment with them in the afternoon. So dress for success. Now let's get into the calls. So one thing to know about expired listings is that they're gonna be high impact calls. You're gonna hear some frustration in their voice. I mean, they had their home listed with another agent for three months, six months, nine months, maybe even a year, and they went through all of these showings, open houses, and then it didn't sell. You'd be pretty upset too, right? So just relate with them. Saying things like, I understand your frustration, that would frustrate me too, I see where you're coming from, and relating with them is gonna be really big. The biggest challenge that you're gonna have with an expired listing is keeping them engaged and on the phone. Now, to do that, we're gonna go ahead and go over questions that you should be asking a seller of an expired listing because we know who asks the most questions controls the conversations. So let's talk strategy with expireds. Now, for me, I focus at least two days of my week on calling expireds. Those are my non-negotiables. So what days are you gonna designate to hitting expired listings and helping those sellers out? It might be mornings, afternoons, evenings, two specific days of the week or timeframes. Whatever it is, commit to it and time block it into your calendar. We know that follow-up is huge, so we wanna make sure that we're being consistent. The popular days to call in my market are the first of the month. Most agents write their listing agreement ending six months on the first or nine months on the first. The 15th is also a great day and the last day of the month too. So for me, I know that on January 1st or March 1st, there's going to be six, 700 expired listings versus maybe the 10th or the 20th of their month, there might only be 10. So I know that the first of the month, whether it falls on a Tuesday or a Saturday, that's my non-negotiable day, definitely, because my chances of getting in front of expired listings are going to be super high those days because there's so many coming off of the market. When you're first starting out with expireds, you're not gonna have a big database of them, right? So I always suggest to newer agents when you're first getting started, 
Commit to one full month every single day adding five expireds to your database. And don't be afraid to go back a month, three months, six months, even a year to those other expireds if you don't have high numbers of people to call. Because at one point, their motivation to sell was really high. Who knows when they're going to end up getting the home back on the market? And chances are they're going to list with the agent that's in front of them adding value. Because most sellers did not do their homework when they chose their first agent, be prepared to interview against other agents. Now, I've been on appointments where the seller has interviewed four, five agents, and I've had others, no joke, that have interviewed over 20 agents just to make sure that they get it right this time. So don't let that intimidate you. Just know that that's part of the process. Now, there's services that you could pay for like Mojo, Red X, Landvoice to pull the expired data for you, which I think it costs a couple hundred dollars a month. If that's in your budget, great. For me, it wasn't in the beginning. And so I started out with just an Excel spreadsheet and I just simply had the MLS number, the address, and the seller's name and phone number. Now, when it comes to looking up the seller's contact information, I would compare it to the tax roll and then look it up through white pages. I think for a hundred bucks for the entire year, you can get a white pages of premium account, which includes cell phone numbers. So if we're talking a hundred bucks over a full year versus a hundred or two each month for the program, you decide where to put your money. But there's two different ways to tackle them. You can manually pull them from the MLS, match the tax roll to white pages and get their phone number that way. Or you can then pay for the service that's going to get all the information for you. Now, I don't know how accurate the phone numbers are gonna be. That's gonna vary depending on what market you're in. Just know that there's options for it. And you can always work your way from the free version to the paid version after a few months because you are gonna close expired listings. Let's talk about the conversation with an expired seller. Now, you heard me earlier say the person who asks the questions controls the conversation. The first set of questions that I have are all around motivation. It's completely focused on them, the individual. When this home sells, where will you be moving to? What's taking you there? Ideally, when would you like to get there? What would that do for your family? The list goes on. I want to know what's important to them and what's taking them from here to where they're going. Then the next group of questions that I'm asking is about their listing experience. So tell me, how many showings did you have? What was the feedback like from those buyers? How many open houses did your agent host for you? Did you have any offers? That question right there is super important because many agents think that because the home didn't sell that the seller had no offers on the table. When in reality, they could have had, you know, a half dozen offers. They just didn't match what they were looking for, whether it was price or terms or whatever it might have been. So that's a really good question to ask. And then the next set of questions that I'm asking them is about the future. Do you plan to get the home back on the market? If so, what's that time frame like? Do you have an agent in mind or will you be interviewing agents? What are you looking for in the agent that you hire? If they say communication or marketing, then you're going to return back and say, okay, great. So on a scale of one to 10, how important is communication to you? 
this? What does that actually look like? Create that list of questions so that you're consistently controlling the conversation. Then when your script practice saying what you should be doing, you can ask your script practice partner the list of questions. Before you know it, you'll start internalizing them. Well, you'll just start randomly rambling them off and it'll become a conversation, not a script. I'm setting myself up on the phone call so that when I book the appointment and get in front of that seller, I know exactly what I need to go over because I've already asked the pre-questions. Let's go over the three top objections that you're gonna hear from an expired seller. Number one, we've decided to list with the same agent. Number two, we've decided not to sell. And number three, we're gonna sell it on our own. So let's go over when the seller says that to you on the phone, what your response should be. I make it a priority when I'm having conversations with individuals to repeat and confirm what they're saying to me, just so that I can make sure that I'm understanding them correctly. And then I'm going to lead in with a close to set the appointment. For the first objection, let's go over what that looks like. When the seller says, we've decided to stay with the same agent. I'm going to first acknowledge and confirm, I can appreciate and understand that you have loyalty to your agent. And yet it makes me nervous that you're going to blindly relist with them. Then I'm gonna lead in with the close. The average days on market is 34 days, and yet, your home has been sitting for 180 days. That means that your home should have sold three times when it was on the market. So let me ask, what's your agent gonna do differently this time around to ensure that it gets sold? Now, this is a valid question. I wanna know, has the seller asked the agent, what are they gonna do differently? What have they not already done? Objection number two, We've decided not to sell. This is one of my favorites. So I'm going to acknowledge by saying, I understand your frustration because your home sat on the market for 180 days and it didn't sell. And so now you're just over the process and don't wanna sell, right? Now, your home just went off the market, right? And so what that means is, should you have received a full price offer last week, you would have accepted it and been closing in 30 days, correct? So what's changed? And again, that's a valid question because their home literally just went off the market. If they would have gotten a contract two days ago, they would have accepted and they would be closing in another month, right? So I really wanna know and dig at that motivation. And number three, we're gonna go ahead and just sell it on our own. I understand you hired an agent to do a job and they didn't do that job. And so you feel obligated to sell it on your own now, right? And yet your goal is to net the most amount of money. Well, what concerns me about selling it on your own is that the National Association of Realtors statistic is that for sale by owners sell their home 16% less than those sold with an agent. Can you afford to leave 10% on the table? No matter their response to the objection handlers that I gave them, I'm always gonna go in for the close. And for me, what that looks like is great. Give me 30 minutes of your time to show you what I will do differently. And then you'll have more information before you make your final decision. And I mean, at the end of the day, more information is better, right? 
everybody's always going to agree with that because they do want more information before they make their final decision. Because last week their home was on the market, should they have received an offer, they would have been to the closing table in another two, three weeks. And so I'm here to help them get there. While most expireds will relist within the next 24 to 48 hours, some do not. And the key factor here is follow up with those that do not. Creating a system. So whether that's calling and leaving a voicemail, texting, door knocking, mailing items, mailing a handwritten note card, a typed up letter, whatever it is, always make sure that you're reaching out to them and they know that. Don't ever ghost door knock them and not leave anything or call them and not leave a voicemail. You want them to know that you're calling. And my follow-up system was at least twice a week. I was touching them in some way twice a week. And they knew it because by the time that they were ready, uh, most of them were calling me to say, you're the only agent that's followed up with us and stayed in front of us. If you're this persistent with me now, I know you're going to be when I hire you. So are you available to meet with me to discuss selling my home? And I can't tell you how many times that has happened. Now, many agents are nervous to call expired listings because they said, well, if somebody else couldn't sell their home, why can I? Well, that's where your unique value proposition comes into play. How will you communicate with them? How will you market their property? What will you do that's outside of the box that that other agent didn't do? Take a look and examine the previous MLS listing that they had. Did they have any open houses? Did they have uploaded documents like the seller's disclosure, any property features? Did they have professional photos taken? You know, examine what that looks like and see if it truly is a listing that you would want to take on before you do decide to call them. But I would challenge you to take that idea out of your head. Don't be afraid to call expired listings. Be bold. You got this. Now go crush it with expired listings. All right, that is it for today. What did you take away that you will immediately start doing in your business? Comment below or screenshot this episode, post it, and tag me in it. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on great episodes like this one. Thank you so much for listening. Talk with you soon.